This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Complete Guide Everything, a podcast about everything. I'm one of your hosts, Tom. And I'm Tim. Tim, how are you doing this week? I'm joyful. Joy? Oh, because of the holiday, getting into the holiday spirit? Full of joy, my friend. Yeah, how come? Uh, just goodwill towards my fellow man and woman. Wow. What, what, and uh, non-binary friends. What put you into this mood? Uh, the holidays. Uh, <laughs> like I said, and you ignored? Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's, it's a given. Yeah. Well, it's about to be Thanksgiving. If somebody says something, mm-hmm. like clarifying, like you said, like, oh, because the holidays, I'm not going to sit there and say, like, yes, you're right. Like, it's obvious. <laughs> that, that's why I'm full of joy. I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to say, yes, you're right. I'm not going to answer your question. No. Yeah. Of course. It's, I thought it was I don't rhetorical. Know, of course. Maybe you won the lottery. I haven't won. I would. I'd be more than joyful if I won the lottery. And guess what? I wouldn't tell you if I yeah, won the lottery. You'd be. You'd be vengeful if you won the lottery. You'd be over here like I'm buying this. I'm buying that. You'd just be taking everything from me, damaging things, and going send me the bill. No, I wouldn't do that because I wouldn't want to pay for it. Tom, <laughs> let me tell you something. I first of all damage mm. whatever I want to damage, and uh, <laughs> I'll say send me the bill, but I'll ignore the bills. Yeah. Like, if if I ever won the lottery, you mm. wouldn't know. You'd have no idea that I won the lottery. I'd have nobody somebody. would. You, you'd probably get you, a you'd new try to haircut get your or something. Grubby hands all over. <laughs> oh, I definitely would. Like if if some if not if somebody I knew if you won the lottery, I would. Yeah, I'd strongly argue that some of it should be mine. I think it would be fair if you demanded half, and I would do the same <laughs> if you won the latter. And I don't know why, but like no. it just seems seems. Well, fair. especially now that we've had this talk, I would argue in court that this constitutes a uh, some kind of a uh, verbal agreement. Yeah, yeah verbal a contract. contract was the word I was looking for. Yeah. A verbal contract. Huh? Uh, all right, let's shake on it. Okay. <laughs> if either of us wins the lottery, the other one can demand half. Did you play the Powerball when it was like a billion dollars? No, and those things I always think like everybody plays it, and it's like, look, I would be happy to win any lottery. I don't understand why. People always say that, too, yeah. but it's also like, I don't know, like then play the lottery. We should all be <laughs> playing the lottery more is my point. I guess, I guess my thing is just I don't really often play the lottery. Yeah, I, I guess know. it's fun when it when it's like literally a billion dollars to go ahead and play. Right. Uh, if if you're gonna play, I guess that makes sense. If you're not gonna play often, you might as well play when there's a huge payout. Yeah, but that's not really like how odds well, work. People are like, yeah, the the odds are better for you when it's smaller because less people are playing. But not really because you got to match all the numbers. So yeah, the, numbers the odds match. are the odds. Yeah. like uh, more people when it's a big one might have to split the money. Yeah. But I think in in some of those cases, like, all right, well, even if you had to split it, you know, four ways, that's a lot more money than you would normally get. That's true. Everybody t- talks about what a bad investment uh, playing the lottery is. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's a tax for idiots. Yeah, but also, you might win. <laughs> that's true. They never they never talk about that. Yeah, that's the thing. If you they win, never, guess what? Who's the idiot now? They never go to uh, past lottery winners and ask them if they think people who play yeah. the lottery are idiots. Yeah, if I won the lottery, I'd go to these mathematicians. Slap them with a with a stack of thousand dollar bills. <laughs> you go. To, you'd go to their oh, house. Oh, a tax for idiot? Huh? I'm an <laughs> idiot. 
uh, sir, please, I do uh, uh, mathematics for uh, astronomy. <laughs> I have no idea what you're even talking about. Please stop assaulting me. You know, you know, four eyes. <laughs> you know exactly what I'm talking you about. You and the rest of the mathematicians. And I won't, I won't have these glasses anymore, so I can call them four eyes because I'll yeah, have a little gotten get... a LASIK. Tim, go ahead and get new eyeballs. Yeah, I'll get a young man. I'll... Look, people are like, oh, get Jerry Orbach's uh, eyeballs. No. <laughs> people are like that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Somebody yeah. already got his eyeballs, too. <laughs> I know, but like, I'm sure it's stipulated once that person goes, uh-huh. his eyeballs. Oh. How long are eyeballs going to be? For people that don't know. Uh, Actor uh, Jerry Orbach. From Law & Order. Uh, uh, he was an old man when he died. Yeah. For, for a long time, there have been, so, I don't know if they even have them anymore, but subway ads about uh you know that uh, and we're per- not talking the Jared Fogle type no, of subway no. ads. <laughs> he did subway ads side by side with Jared Fogle. He was like, I don't know about you, buddy. <laughs> he wore the big pa- he got in the big pants with Jared. <laughs> uh, there were ads promoting the idea of uh, uh, giving away your organs after you die. Right. And what did they say? They're like. Jeremy Orbach gave his heart to New York and his eyes to this guy or yeah. something like that. And yeah. had some, uh, I don't think it had the guy with his eyes. Cause no, because he'd become a target. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I would have looked at his eyes to try and figure out, like, are those really Jerry Orbach's eyes? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, who knows? I don't think you can give away organs twice. I don't know. Why not? Because they wear out. Where are you going to have a 150-year-old pair of eyes uh, going around? I don't know. Why would you... Look, so few people are donating their eyes yeah. that they have to take this. How old was Jerry Orbach when he I, died? I have 80? to assume, yeah. He was, there's he was some miles. There. There's mileage on those yeah. eyes, and they were good enough to put in a young man? <laughs> yeah. Or oh, well, but, I don't know who they put it in. Oh, before I couldn't see, but now I can kind of see, see poorly. Yeah, and you know this guy got the, got the eyes, and then yeah. he had to check the box of, like, are you going to— donate your organs yeah. it's like well, like have to right yeah yeah these one these eyes are just on loan yeah technically so anyway if i won the lottery <laughs> you get a young man's eyes yeah and not a tragically like i'd buy them off of a living yeah I'd, I'd have the money to be like you boy <laughs> i'll tell well, name well, your yeah, price for you, your eyes you'd give him your eyes probably right yeah we could swap eyes yeah. we could do an eye swap i don't know i'm yeah. not buying your eyes young man i'm simply offering an eye swap for yeah. a uh donation so i'm not so don't expect a lot of money because you get my eyes yeah and they're a nice shade of blue they uh, yeah it's like a trade-in uh i'm not gonna pay full price for your eyes i got these old eyes and you get my in. glasses Oh, you're gonna give a, your glasses. Oh. Well, the eyes need the glasses. It yeah, would be but unfair. You might, but you know, maybe that guy comes back the next day. He's like, "Hey, you didn't tell me these eyes need glasses." Well, you didn't ask, buddy. Right. Sorry, you and already signed the contract. Give, I make him give me back, buy back the glasses for exactly <laughs> oh, yeah. what I paid him for the eye swap. <laughs> but, oh, the glasses—they're uh, uh, five million dollars. Yeah. Uh, and at that point, he'll probably be like, "I'll just like go to CVS and get a pair then." Yeah, I guess so. I mean, I got these at uh, Target. 
time, you know, how long I've had these glasses. How long have you had those glasses? Like five years or so. Like they, how long are you supposed to have glasses? I have no idea. I don't know. They're dirty. They're broken. Well, they're dirty. You can clean dirty <laughs> glasses. You know what? They're old enough that like I can't really do much for them at this point. You know, and like <laughs> if you have a car from like 1976, how clean uh-huh. are you going to get that car? You could you could, could give it like a, an overhaul. Get get new lenses. Yeah. Well, get I new must... hinges on them. Yeah. The thing is, mm-hmm. big optometrist man. Yeah. I can't just. I didn't know you had a big optometrist <laughs> man. <laughs> no, they. You can't get a new pair of glasses if they're like, oh, have you had an eye exam in the last year? Yeah. No, yeah, just give they... me the old lenses. Who gives a shit? Like, well, oh, they yeah. give a shit. They want to make sure you don't need better glasses. Who cares if I'm not getting the best sight? Because just... I think it. I think it can make your eyes worse if you're not keeping up That's with your. That's an prescri- old wives' and okay. What's the alternative? I keep my my glasses for five years. No, they don't want that either. That's why they make them. Uh, you know, to to they get eventually them all, get all dirty. Yeah, they make them to get dirty so that you eventually have to get a new pair. Yeah. Uh, I bet your glasses probably smell bad. They smell nah, bad. I wash them pretty frequently. Yeah, I wash them pretty frequently. <laughs> you said they're dirty all the time. What did I tell you, Tom? It's like a 1976 freaking uh, Dodge Firebird or whatever. Yeah. Uh, you can only get it so clean. I don't think. I think uh, Were Firebirds Dodge? No. I don't yeah. know what you're talking about. Tim, you know about, I have a question for you. This is my uh, question of the week for you. You see, uh, everybody was very excited. They they shot one of these rockets into space. Uh, Who, NASA? Yeah, NASA did. Yeah. The Artemis one. You know what? I didn't see that people were excited. It was supposed to happen like a couple months ago or something. Yeah, it it kept getting delayed multiple times. This is the thing. Uh Uh-huh. We're going to have to step things up. It's like, we were going to do this thing that caused a billion like a billion yeah. trillion dollars to do but it was cloudy so well, we I couldn't know. do it i think their thing is look this thing costs a, a billion <laughs> these freaking mathematicians uh, <laughs> hey crunch some more numbers so you can get through the clouds I, how about that I, damn they don't build it for a billion dollars and it's cloudy and they throw that rocket out. Yeah, too busy uh, telling me I'm an idiot paying a tax or a lottery ticket. <laughs> I think it's, you know, they're like, Buy look, we only get one time. shot at doing this. It costs a lot of money. Uh, it's cloudy out. That could cause a problem. Maybe not, but it could. And there's no harm in waiting. So let's just wait. There was no one on the rocket. They could have just. Well, so that was going to be my question to you. So this is apparently in preparation for this Artemis one. It's going to go around the moon, come back. Mm -hmm. That works fine. Then Artemis two is going to go up. That's going to have people on it. And it's going to go around the moon, but not land on the moon. Right. Do the old Apollo 13. Yeah. Uh, And then. Artemis 3, I think people will land. Right. Artemis 1, they could have put one guy in there, right? Yeah. Put one. Look, make sure the guy knows, like, hey, you know, uh, we're doing this as an experiment. They do stuff, like, they make people do, or they hire people to do more dangerous things than that. Yeah, just be like, look, man. You know, uh, you got to understand, this isn't very safe. We didn't, uh, there's not even any seats in there, maybe. Yeah, it's okay. But, like, if you really want to do it, oh, we're not We're not even going to pay you. Uh, you're going to have to do this unofficially. If anybody asks, we'll say you're a stowaway. 
Yeah. But like, we'll, let's put a person on just to make sure there's not like a, and a then when everything, in this thing. When you come back and everything's cool, yeah. you'll be a hero. Yeah. They'll be like, so maybe they did do it. Maybe we don't know. Maybe mm. there's somebody no, on that. Like, Here he is. He's a stowaway. Throw him <laughs> in jail. <laughs> you rots in prison for the rest of his life. I, I don't think you get put in prison for the rest of your life or stowing away on a rocket ship. On a rocket ship? Yeah. Are you kidding me? Why? Why would they put you in jail forever? I'd say it's more on them. You throw off the weight, Tom. Had somebody, I don't think it, it's a rocket ship. It's fine. Mm. You bring, here's what you do. You bring a little uh, gasoline yourself. So you offset whatever uh, fuel it costs. Um, No harm, no foul. Would you ever, sanctioned or unsanctioned, (laughs) want to go to space? Uh, Yeah. Really? Yeah. Why like not? if you had a chance to be on one of these like Blue Origin, yeah, yeah. Or, like other, mm-hmm. uh, what's his face, Richard Branson's yeah. garbage, yeah, all these uh, billionaires with their private rocket companies, private space companies. Um, okay, I'm not even talking about the that space tourism actually, okay. because like that's like uh, we're gonna go up to like where a man freaking parachuted off of yeah. one time. Like yeah. all right, if somebody uh, be, uh, we're in space now, but keep an eye out, somebody might parachute past <laughs> us. <laughs> Would you go on one of these things where it's like you got to be in the tube for like, you know, a week or more uh-huh. and then you're, you're flying through space? Yeah, that would be even better. Right. that scare you? First of all, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Number one. Yeah. There's a, there's like not even a non-zero chance. Statistically, mm-hmm. just going up there, a lot of people have exploded. <laughs> Oh, oh. I mean, the ships exploded. <laughs> yeah, not, the people, <laughs> by extension. No, I mean, unfortunately, they've said, a, I think at least with one of those, like the people did not explode and okay. the people fell to Earth. Yeah, well. So I so bring a parachute. Twice in our lifetime, uh-huh. some pretty high profile. Yeah. Man, they were going to put Big Bird on the freaking They were going to put Big Bird on the Challenger. Oh, yeah. God. Thank God they didn't put a costume on there. Yeah. Oh, costume. <laughs> what do you mean by that? <laughs> um, also, uh, okay, but do you remember mm-hmm. when, uh, uh, what's his face? William Shatner came back yeah. and was like, Oh, yeah. It was depressing. Yeah. yeah uh, he's so old. Yeah, I think he was just like, he was like hoping to see heaven up there because he knows he's so old. He's like, all right, maybe I'll see heaven and I'll know there's an afterlife. Yeah, but also probably like as soon as he got up there, everybody was like, say the things from Star Trek. Like they're up there for like three minutes. And they're yeah. like, now say this. Now do the, now do the Spock thing. Yeah. And and now say, may the force be with you. And he's like, that's not even this Star is where Trek. I draw the line, yeah. Yeah. So who knows? Maybe that's what happened once he got up there. Yeah. Did you have more to say about that? Uh... No, I think they just should have, uh, you know, open it up. Hey, if somebody wants to go in here, uh, well, they, they, we'll look the other these way. These eggheads, these four eyes <laughs> need to do calculations if there's another, if there's a guy in there. Yeah, we'll have the eggheads stay, you know, the work overtime to do some new calculations. I don't think so. I think they probably just have to be like, I, I mean, I don't know if they're running like all the life support systems. I would think that, you know, they're trying to do as close to a, a real run as possible to to iron out any problems. Can I ask you a question? Mm-hmm. And can you not Okay. tell me I'm an idiot for asking this question? <laughs> 
we did this 50 years ago. Yeah. Why don't they just use the plans from back then? Because th- that was all fake. Ah. Yeah. Well, I think it was like, you know, we just did things differently. I think in retrospect, it was like, oh, shit, the way we were doing things before was super dangerous. Yeah. Uh, okay. They they expected a lot more people to, to die during those missions, I think, than, uh, than actually they did. They got lucky. Yeah. So they don't want to press their luck. Right. Plus, okay. like, you know, the... They can't go and get like the old, I don't know, gauges or whatever that they used to have. Why not? I mean, I guess they could just they take one of the, take one of those things out of the uh, Smithsonian. Yeah, they yeah. Put it back up in space. Yeah. Yeah. They should let you touch that too. Just touch the stuff at the Smithsonian. Yeah. I just want to touch Fonzie's jacket. Tim, this week we're talking about, uh, I would say, maybe my favorite food chain. Really? Yeah. I mean, I'm saying that as somebody that can't think of like more than two other food chains right now. No, Tom, um, mm-hmm. I know for a fact you like McDonald's and Burger King <laughs> more than bread. I mean, yes, they're more delicious, but on the whole... Uh, I think I like Pret more. I like, you know, the the idea of Pret more than I like the idea of McDonald's and Burger King. Yeah. We're talking about Pret à manger. Some French stuff. Do you know what it stands for? I looked it up. I didn't know until uh, doing research. Because French, Tom, mm-hmm. I'll never understand oui. what a Frenchman is saying. <laughs> Even when I see the words, like, <laughs> and then they subtitle? say it. Yeah. It's like it doesn't match the the words. It's what? What do you mean? Because like, oh, like when a French person is talking English. No, when a French person uh-huh. like when I see a word written in French, yeah. mm-hmm. and then they're like, "This is how you pronounce it." it oh, oh, never yeah. Never resemble. It's always just like it'll be like 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 they'll, they'd like uh, uh, correct me like pret a manger or whatever, right? yeah. and they'd be like, "No, no, no, no." Yes. Right, yeah, and it's yeah, like it's a very, how do you uh, understand what anybody's saying, even if you know the language? Look, I'm just not smart enough. It means ready to eat. Yeah, it means ready to eat. Uh, well, when I was in uh, France not that long ago, uh, I had I had learned some French to like try and get by, and yeah, there was a lot of stuff where it's like I know I'm not pronouncing this perfectly, but. I, I'm definitely like very well in the ballpark. Like I could kind of approximate I've in my I've never been in the ballpark. I can't do it. I can't I, do- I could like approximate in my head, like, okay, if somebody if somebody who is French was saying this in English, I could hear how their accent would make this sound, but I would be able to understand it. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like I know, yeah, it doesn't sound I know I sound a little bit like Hello, how are you? Right. <laughs> or whatever. But you get it. But a lot of times they were like, huh? 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 <laughs> cigarette smoke in your face? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I, I did uh, I did okay speaking French there, I think. I mean, at least like for the most I part. I bet you didn't, but like, it's okay. You didn't know the difference between got, two, or th- two and three. I, and I'm just realizing now, I don't know the difference, but menage a trois. I should uh, have known. Yeah, that trois you're... is three, not two. Nobody yeah, says that trois is just like regular. Yeah, that's just regular old uh, screwing. <laughs> <laughs> you really chose your words carefully there, and I'm not sure why. 
Yeah, menage a trois. Yeah. When I asked for trois cafe, should have known. Do you remember the Seinfeld episode mm. where uh, Jerry was going to participate in the menage a trois? Oh, vaguely, yeah. Um, I was in sixth grade, <laughs> and I watched that with my parents. Yeah. And like, if I was my parents, I'd be like, all right, you're not allowed to watch this show anymore. <laughs> yeah. You're not allowed to watch NBC anymore. Yeah, particularly because like, we like this show and it's awkward if we're yeah. sitting and like, thank God I didn't ask. But I remember going to sixth grade the next day mm-hmm. and it was like the talk of the town and like this one, like, uh, like we didn't even really know. Like, yeah. I didn't understand what was you going on. It was that like episode. something to do with sex though. Yeah. And we had to like go to like the, uh, you know, there's like scumbag kids. <laughs> uh-huh. We went to this one scumbag girl and she like explained it yeah. all to us. Oh, that's nice. She, yeah. I bet she felt, you know, uh, helpful. Yeah, time. she it was very helpful. Oh, yeah, she, didn't have a, she didn't have a very healthy home life, but like, uh, but, she helped us but understand. She knew, a, she knew a little bit of French. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, uh, Manger is actually not a French company. Did you know that? The hell it isn't. It's a uh, stolen valor, stolen French valor. Tim, it is, uh, it actually sounds, I, w- I was reading up the Wikipedia article. For people that don't know, by the way, this is like a, uh, they sell sandwiches. I mean, yeah. they sell soups and coffee too, but they're predominantly, I would say their main trade, actually their main trade is probably coffee nowadays, but it, it's supposed to be sandwiches. That's that's the draw. Right. That's the promise of Pret. It started in the UK. It was like one small shop and then... Uh, like some, uh, it looked like rich college kids bought it and and made rich it into college it. kids, or just out of college. They were uh, college friends. Okay, I know it was like, oh, these two college friends bought it if and I was turned born it. Born rich and get it, like I wouldn't go to college, <laughs> uh, or it'd make my whole life like college. Yeah, well, I think without these, the classes, these are like uh, rich, ambitious people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> where I was like, wait a minute, two college friends, like they didn't start the chain. They like bought the restaurant, turned it into a chain. And uh, with I, like their daddy's money. Or well, something? I clicked on the one guy's name and it was like, oh, he's the son of Lord blah, blah, blah. Uh, and like a cousin of Edward the eighth. Like uh, all I was like, oh, OK, now I see yeah. what what happened. Daddy, buy me a sandwich. Daddy, I want, a, I want a sandwich shop. I want it to be French. Um, <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> the, uh, it is still predominantly a UK-based chain. Tim, there are 460 pret a in the UK. I believe it. I can't uh, well, spit without hitting Well, one. but listen to this. 311 of them are in London. Yeah. London is lousy with Pretz. That's how I was introduced to Pret. Same. Uh, and There's one specific Pret, Tom, <laughs> that you and I visited quite a bit. Well, I'm, we'll we've told these stories, but I'm sure we'll <laughs> recount them again. Um, but then I was curious about, uh, in the U.S., 61 in the U.S., and a very similar story, 45%, 45 of those 61 are in New York. Yeah. So 74% of all Pretz are in New York in the U.S. 
The other states that have Pratt, D.C., Pennsylvania. 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 (laughs) Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. I I abbreviated as Penn. Yeah, why would you do that, though? (laughs) Uh, Because I don't want to write out the Sylvania. It's scary to me. (laughs) It's terrifying. Uh, uh, So D.C., Pennsylvania, New Jersey, and Illinois are Mm. the other states with uh, with Like a handful of. Pretz. Yeah, I mean, those states are, are splitting 16 prets between them. Yeah, that's barely anything. Hey, you got a lot of catching up to do. <laughs> and I know, which I'll get into how I know this, but that there was one in L.A. at the airport, and it is uh, closed it closed during the pandemic. I don't think it reopened. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah. LAX? LAX, yeah. I don't think it was uh, like John Wayne Airport or whatever. Is that Burbank? Yeah, I think so. That's a good airport, Tom. Yeah. You ever fly in? I've never flown into uh, anywhere in L.A. other than LAX. Well, sorry to hear that, Tom, because then that means you didn't have the optimal experience. Well, when did you fly into John Wayne Airport? I don't know. Several times, actually. Really? Yeah. I thought it was like more of a private airport. I mean, you don't know how to fly. <laughs> I do know how you fly. it. probably been on most airplanes <laughs> with you. <laughs> What's that supposed to mean? We've flown together a lot of times. I think if you like well, sat I told down, you if I and, won the lottery, you wouldn't know. Sat down and figured out all the times you've been on airplanes. I might have been on most of those airplanes. Whether you have know it or not. Have we ever flown to L- to or from L.A. together? We've I been don't think in, so. in L.A. together. We've been in L.A. together. I, I don't believe we've ever flown to L.A. Mm. or back from L.A. together. Well, that's on my bucket list, Tom. I'd like to take <laughs> a flight to Los Angeles with my good friend Tom. Well, maybe, yeah, maybe we can find a cheap flight, uh, you know, with the, uh, you know, we fly right there, fly right back. Yeah, it's it a fun day. Yeah. Nice, uh, yeah, maybe do a, if we have enough time, check that that Pret is still closed. Yeah. Uh, just in case. But I know this because I watch. So, yeah, I'm doing like a bunch of uh, research on Pret. Mm-hmm. And I watch this video. Uh, Tim, we got into like the wrong line of Internet business uh, doing this show because I watch one of these videos. Yeah, like a million views. Uh, Food Insider. Food Insider. Yeah, which I think is like Business Insider, but for food. Right. Uh, they have the show Food Wars. Okay. Which is like a good premise that I maybe earlier episodes I were executed you, well. Whoever produced Food Wars mm-hmm. made eighteen dollars on that. <laughs> <laughs> um where basically the idea is that they have uh like two employees in different s- countries buy food and compare. I've it. watched this. Okay. Yeah. The Pret, um, uh, yeah, I watched the McDonald's one. Okay, they that, bought the whole goddamn menu. Yeah, they that's yeah, yeah. their thing. Um, and the McDonald's. <laughs> yeah, I know Tim. That's their thing. <laughs> well, no, I didn't. I'm I'm telling the audience. That yeah, it no, wasn't, no, I know, I know, I know. It was well, I didn't know that that was their yeah. thing. Admittedly, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't think I knew that necessarily either. But the problem with this one was they did it. I think it was, it said a year ago, but uh, I don't know the exact date. So it may have been like, I don't know, a year and 11 months ago. It seemed like it was pretty like thick in the pandemic. Okay. Where like many prets in New York were closed. Yeah. Um, 
And so, Howard's. It, well, and that's how I know the LAX one was done because it sounds like they had already decided to do this and then they realized there was only one in LA. It was at LAX and it was closed. So the like host through to like somebody in New York who mm. could get it. So there was somebody in New York, somebody in London, presumably. Oh, I don't even know if they were in London. They were in the UK. But they both tried to buy the whole menu and they couldn't. There were like so many things that they were out of. Ah. So I just felt like it wasn't really like a great comparison. Yeah. Hey, I think now might mm-hmm. be a good time to do Food Wars again. Yeah. Was it called Food Wars? Food Wars. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I maybe not, though, because like Pret's whole thing is that they try and be very not wasteful right. about food. So they they try and be fresh, but then they also try not to be wasteful. So they make everything fresh that day and sell it that day. Mm-hmm. If it doesn't sell, they give it to charity that night. Mm-hmm. Um, but as a result of that, you know, I think the goal is, you know, probably like in the morning meetings or whatever, the manager is like, all right, everybody. And remember, the goal is to not give a single sandwich to charity today. <laughs> I don't know that that's true, Tom. No, I, I think... I, I think mean, it's like, let's not waste food. Right. Let's not make more than than we need to, more than we're going to sell, which I think is why something like Food Wars, maybe, it's always going to be tough because I'm sure there are certain restaurants where they know, like, nobody ever buys the tuna sandwich. So actually at this one- like, Bad example, Tom. People love the tuna sandwich. <laughs> so at this one, you know what? We actually, we never make the tuna sandwich. Right. Because we know it's just going to sit on the shelf all day. We're going to have to throw it out or give it away at night. All right. Well, uh, note to the producers <laughs> of Food Wars. Uh-huh. Uh, you got to you gotta maybe figure something out. Get there early in the well, day. Here's my other problem with with this Food Wars thing. Is then at the end, they like throw back to like, I guess the normal host and, (laughs) and he was, he said this, I have him quoted here. Uh, Pret seems like the kind of place you eat on accident once and it looks, I'm glad I didn't have to do that episode because all that food looked bland as hell. Uh, First of all, bland as hell doesn't necessarily it's not necessarily a bad thing. No, not at all. I think that's one of the reasons why I like Pret. Yeah. I don't think it's bland, but I think they they focus more on like having fresh ingredients than wowing. It's not Taco Bell. It's not where they're like, <laughs> are you wowed at Taco Bell? Well, Taco Bell, every time you go, again, I'm sure if you had a meeting with like, if you were a fly in the wall in the meeting of the uh, Taco Bell, like the executives, mm-hmm. probably the CEO opens up every every meeting saying, "Look, we all know the goal here. Every time somebody walks into a Taco Bell, we want them to be blown away by something on the menu, in disbelief that that we've engineered this particular thing." Right. And for you, it works. You're always oh, you're, it works. If I'm walking by a Taco Bell and there's some, you know. Uh, uh, advertisement on the window saying like you wouldn't believe this you wouldn't believe what we've done it's sick tom when you and i mm-hmm. were roommates yeah uh and we first moved uh to to brooklyn mm-hmm. and we were what tw- like in our early to yeah mid-20s? early to mid 20s there was a taco early, bell 
a quarter of a mile from uh-huh. like walking distance. Yeah. Did you? I went there like twice. Yeah. Well, it, what the it, hell was I doing? It was a combination Taco Bell KFC. Yeah. Why? Why were we not there? Yeah, why was like I on never the other side of a big uh, yeah, road? We had to cross a street. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a big street, and like nowhere else, you had to cross a big street. It took. It took you. You wait for the light. It's fine. Yeah, I don't know. I think I'm remembering like the few times I did go there. I think it always seemed like, like when you went there, the employees were like, "Oh shit, somebody's here." <laughs> like, yeah, that's true. <laughs> yo, 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 yo. <laughs> <laughs> to the other guys. Uh, so then the food would just kind of take forever. Yeah. And, uh, Still Taco Bell. Like I, I, I never, I didn't make one meal for five years. Yeah, I don't know. Like, <laughs> what was I eating with Taco Bell? And like, I also didn't have any money. Yeah, the f- what was I doing? I think they also they weren't like open late. They had like weird. I feel like they like closed at eight or something. Yeah, weird hours. It was a weird Taco Bell. I mean, mm-hmm. of course, it was a combination KFC Taco Bell. It's gonna be weird, but dare you. This episode is sponsored by Masterclass. With Masterclass, you can learn from the world's best minds anytime, anywhere, and at your own pace. Tom, we've both both tried this. Yeah, um, it's great. I love it. You can learn. Look, here's what I've done so far, yeah. Tom. Mm-hmm. You can learn uh, the art of magic from Penn and Teller. Yeah. You can improve your magic skills, mm-hmm. but like not just your magic skills. So this is the, you, like... It's it's art. It's about performance. It's mm-hmm. about relating to other people. They understand that because they're at the top of their game. Exactly, and it's Penn and Teller. It's mm-hmm. it's entertaining. It's super educational. Yeah. Um. And uh, Tom, that's just one mm-hmm. of over one hundred and eighty classes from a range of world class instructors. That thing you've always wanted to do is closer. Than you think they've got a uh, Mariah Carey teaches using the voice as an instrument. Yeah, she sure does. She does that. She does. Uh, she does that thing where she goes, <laughs> yeah, like really high. Yeah. yeah, I can't do that. But maybe you could if you watch her uh, lessons on MasterClass. Yeah. Um. Hey, I'm in. <laughs> Who else we got? We got uh. We got uh. The Steve uh, Martin one. I uh. I also. I also watch. Look, Bob Iger teaches business strategy. You're a big Iger man. Uh, yeah. I, you know what? I haven't watched his uh, master class, but I mean, if anybody knows about business strategy, I would think it's him. You know what? I'm going to put that in the old queue. I enjoyed his uh, autobiography. Book? Yeah. And I uh, thought, you know what? I'd like to know less about his, you know, childhood. <laughs> More about his business acumen. Exactly. Because like that's the stuff that I'm going to take. Yeah. Hey, that's what Masterclass is for. Tom, I think I speak for both of us mm-hmm. when I say we highly recommend that our listeners check this out. Yes. This holiday, give one annual membership and get one free. Ooh, Go to masterclass.com slash guide today. That's masterclass.com slash guide. Terms apply. Uh, Tim, uh, while we were on our uh, uh, hour break in between uh segments you mentioned that uh somebody suggested this and i forgot to give them a shout out hopeful traders clothing yeah on patreon on patreon one of our patrons sometimes the patrons can be companies 
Yeah, apparently. And they get a free ad out of it. So hopeful, hopeful, hopeful traders, traders, not traitors. No, no, traitors. Yeah. So uh, thank you for your suggestion of Pret. Have we done Pret before? I didn't even look. It's okay. <laughs> if we haven't, which I don't think we have, it's crazy because. Uh, I feel like it's one of those topics that we've never covered because it's like, look, in every episode, there's a little about Pret. Right. Tom, mm-hmm. I think you like Pret more than I like Pret. Uh, yeah, I would I would argue that that's probably true. And I'm a, here's the thing. I'm a sandwich guy. Uh-huh. And Pret, especially as of late. Yeah. Although they, I, they seem to have backed off this a little bit, <laughs> has really leaned into the vegetarian yeah. aspect of it, right? Like they opened several veggie pret yeah. locations, mm-hmm. which also seems like you don't have to do that. Yeah, just have a robust have selection. Enough, yeah. yeah. I don't need to go somewhere where like I know um, there's no meat, meat in the has building. Never yeah. entered this building. That's fine. I can I can I can pick up a uh, a cheese sandwich that's next to a ham and cheese sandwich and understand yeah. that there's no ham in the cheese sandwich unless mm. there's ham in it and then I right then I'm I'm proven wrong and then Pret you've made an ass of me <laughs> um yeah no I like Pret uh does this uh is this like a threat on your identity on your sense of identity that you're the sandwich guy. And I like the sandwich chain more than you like it. No, Tom, what I like to do is make my own sandwich and develop sandwiches <laughs> like the Timbo, the taste sensation that's sweeping the nation. Yeah, like a like a true maniac. What do you mean? Uh, like, I, I, I don't like uh, guns, but I like to make my own guns in my uh, bunker. Well, if, you, if you replace anything with guns, it's going to sound <laughs> well, like you're trying, a maniac. I'm trying to explain what you sound like. You're right, like, right I, like I like eating sandwiches from Pret, and, I'm a, from Pret, and I say, like, well, you know, I like eating guns from a gun <laughs> shop. It's like, you eat I, I guns? Don't, I don't you like, eat guns? I don't like buying explosives. I like making my own. In in private, I so the government doesn't real, know about not, it. I don't think it's weird to <laughs> say I like to. Uh, oh, pretty woman. Yeah, pretty woman is. Uh, pretty I, was woman. I, was, I was looking on our uh, list of episodes. Something we should have done. Yeah, before, before recording. Man, but hey, free idea for anybody uh, from Pret Corporate. Presumably, this is getting passed around the office. Yeah. Uh, new commercial. Oh, pretty woman. Yeah. And it's just a woman uh, walking pret. down the street looking for a sandwich she'd like to eat. Do pret. you have one? <laughs> um. So are they pulling a Dunkin' where they're they're turning, they're like Dunkin' Donuts was built on donuts and then they're turning to coffee. Pret was built on sandwiches and now they're turning to coffee. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of what it seems like. They're really leaning into the coffee lately. Um, I mean, I I don't know. I assume it's one of two things. The first one is that, like, coffee's very cheap to make. Margins, baby. Yeah. Uh, coffee has huge margins. But I'd also be curious with these companies what the, like, uh, sell-through looks like of people that walk in with the intention of just getting a coffee. Right. And how often they they buy something else and that there's a certain segment of customer that they know they can advertise coffee and they'll be like, oh, I need a coffee. And then they're like, oh, I'll get it. I'll get a meatball sub. <laughs> yeah. Now, 
Can we talk about the experience of going into yeah. a fret? Mm-hmm. I do like this. Like you're rolling the dice. You don't know what exactly what they're gonna have any given day, right? There's a yeah. menu, but like you go and it's a refrigerated. It's a wall. It's an illuminated wall, mm-hmm. and yeah, uh, you see what they got. Yeah, and everything there is prêt à manger. Right, that means ready to eat. It's not all ready to eat. Sometimes they, the man oh, has, to, to, heat has to heat it up for you. Yeah, but not if you say I don't want to heat it up. But, like, what, are you going to eat a meatball sub, not heat it up? I I don't get the hot stuff all that often. You know what? I ate Pret Mm -hmm. when I uh, worked um, a block away from Penn Station. Okay. And uh, there was the, uh, you know, the the zombie McDonald's? Oh, yeah. (laughs) The zombie (laughs) McDonald's was there. It's around the corner from a methadone clinic, so you walk in there, and it's like Night of the Living Dead. Yeah, Um, it's it's full of people who are... uh, Strung out. Yeah, yeah, and just that's a place that they can go, uh, and they're not thrown out of, so as a result, nobody else goes there. (laughs) Yeah, Um, so there was that, and I know that's insensitive, um, and... Uh, it's a terrible thing. Um, uh, you were talking about the Pret. And the Pret. And yeah. so I'd go to the Pret a lot. Mm-hmm. And then there was one of those, you know these things, these delis in New York that are like in Midtown that yeah. are just like, we have soups. And then like, <laughs> we have, like it's all for businessmen and yeah. women to go to, business people, I'm sorry, to go to mm-hmm. and like get their, their stuff. And it like, the food all sucks, but like everybody's like resigned to getting their yeah, meals there. Yeah, it's like ah, it's fast. Mm-hmm. And I think Pret did a great job of being like, we're gonna do a less depressing version of this. Yeah, and you have this illuminated wall, mm-hmm. and like what I really like is that the vegetarian stuff has a green V next to it, so like mm, it's so easily you can tell, I did. Yeah. So you don't have to be scouring yeah, the, yeah. the the ingredients list. Yeah, or, yeah. Oh, this says it's like a cheese sandwich, but let me make sure there's not yeah. you know, some weird like sardine spread on it or something. Right. This sardine spread is a lot more common than you'd think, Tom. <laughs> um, and then they had the hot stuff. And I would eat the hot stuff once in a while, and mm-hmm. I'd never like it. Yeah. But I'd still be like, I want a hot lunch. Yeah. <laughs> what else am I going to do? That was a handy And then McDonald's over there is too scary. <laughs> um, I take it back. There was a, a hot pret thing that I loved in, uh, I don't know, I don't think they had it in the Are UK. Are talking about the cashier? the cashier you fell in love with (laughs) the beautiful cashier that you fell in love with i don't think they had it in the uk or at least they didn't anytime i was there but they had a buffalo chicken wrap tim at the the my man loves buffalo i love flavor i love buffalo anything and buffalo chicken is the form of buffalo uh you're you're most often gonna find and they just had like a oh, a hot buffalo chicken wrap that was like very simple but uh, delicious. Because that's the other thing. Like I love buffalo stuff, but like a lot of times fast food buffalo things aren't good. Right. Because they, they just kind of don't get it right. I don't know if it's like, ah, eh, we did market research and actually most people don't like the taste of like buffalo sauce. Right. Uh or like uh, a lot. Of Who people... doesn't like the taste of buffalo? Uh, sauce? Some people do, Tim. And I think also there's like a lot of people that you know are in, are in this like ranch with buffalo camp 
because they think blue cheese is gross. Uh, but I don't, I think the Pret had blue cheese on it. In really? It. Yeah. That's that is uh that's bold. Yeah. But I just remember that being a very delicious wrap. So that was like the one hot wrap that I would get sometimes. I think in the UK around the same time they had some kind of like maybe chicken fajita wrap that I would occasionally get, but it wasn't as good. Tom, can I tell you something? Mm-hmm. I don't know how the uh, Food Wars yeah. episode um, shook out. Yeah. But I prefer UK Pret mm. to US Pret any day of the GD week. Well, it's a much more, you know, popular chain in the UK. I think. But their their sandwich selection is what I'm talking yeah. about here. Tom, what's your go-to if you're walking into Pret mm-hmm. and you're looking at that illuminated wall full <laughs> of sandwiches? And w- we both agree that like most times we're not going near the hot stuff, so yeah. we're just staying in the refrigerated section. Mm-hmm. What are you hoping is there? Most of the time I find what I get is like a club sandwich, hmm. like something like that. But what that's your ideal? Like what... what I'm not um, talking about like what what do you generally settle for cuz I, I often settle for like the tomato and mozzarella sandwich and it's like all right yeah it's fine. Well here's and here's where I think the maybe the food wars people uh ran into trouble is that I always go there looking for something like exciting and they never really have anything all that exciting. Mm. But then I'll just be like, all right, I'll just get this like a uh, chicken sandwich, grilled chicken and avocado sandwich or uh, or, or a uh, turkey club sandwich or wherever. And then I'm always like, damn, this is good. I like this sandwich. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with just a good chicken sandwich yeah. other than the, the cruelty of it, Tom. <laughs> uh, I think I think that's what it is that like uh, I don't think I necessarily have a favorite thing there. That's you know what just, what's what's yours? The posh cheddar and pickle baguette. Oh yeah, I I've seen you pick that up, Tom. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were recently in London to do some shows. I was there for yeah. a couple of days. Mm-hmm. The highlight of my trip <laughs> he, to he London had nine times was uh, at the Heathrow Airport, waiting for my flight home. Yeah, they had a posh chicken, a uh, posh cheddar and pickle baguette. Here it's mature cheddar. The only come on, Tom. Yeah, come on. You don't want to eat juvenile. Forty cheddar. years old here. I gotta. Yeah. Wow. And four years old is considered mature. <laughs> uh, with chunky pret pickle. Okay. I think that's just regular pickles. Well, but it's like a pickle, like a uh, sauce kind of, right? It's not like pickle like pickles. pickles. No, I think no, it's I think it's, eh, it's like all chopped up stuff. Roasted tomatoes. It's like a spread, a pickle spread. Freshly sliced red onion. I'm a red onion man, Tom. Of course, yeah. Uh, and a touch of free-range mayo and mustard cress. Now, how do they let that uh, mayo be free-range? How do they let it walk around? Mm, you know. Uh, Tom, mayo's made from eggs, you freaking... Well, oh, were you making the... a joke? Oh, uh, were you making uh, a they... joke at the expense of the posh cheddar and pickled baguette? Uh, I will not stand for it. How are they letting the eggs walk around? Yeah. Um, well, speaking of red onion, Tim, I was going to say, uh, along the lines of the UK pret being better, uh, the UK pret is the only one that has the mature cheddar and red onion chips. Oh, yes. Or crisps. As they're called over there, that are uh, very delicious, very good. 
Yeah. A lot more onion stuff in the UK. Yeah. You know, they really embrace the onion. I think they don't have like other fresh vegetables. <laughs> yeah, it's like ah, what's in the root cellar? <laughs> uh, but onions are delicious. They're they're probably my maybe my favorite vegetable. They might be one of my top three favorite foods. Is there anything like good for you in onions, or is it just mostly like water and? onion flavor i think there's probably micronutrients or whatever in there tom, i'm looking for macronutrients tom you get your macros from your uh huel. <laughs> um but in in the u.s tom mm-hmm. if i have to go to pret i i tom to be honest the last time i went to pret was mm-hmm. not too long ago yeah um i was in manhattan mm-hmm. and it was like 7 p.m and i wanted to go home uh huh. And I was gonna go home. Right. <laughs> but I really had to pee. Oh, okay. And I couldn't find you couldn't wait. anywhere to pee. Uh-huh. Like my old thing was like walk into a bar. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say like my old thing was like just piss in an alley. No, my old yeah, thing walk is like into a you bar, walk into a bar, yeah. act like, hey, I'll order a drink when oh, I come back. Oh, I'll be back. right back. Yeah. And you go pee in the bathroom and then you hightail it out of there. It's and the bartender to... sometimes is like, hey, get back here. He's like, what are you going to do? Arrest me? I yeah, peed in your bathroom. What are you going to do? Put the piss back in my wiener? <laughs> um, <laughs> I bet if you said that to a bartender, they'd, they'd be confused enough that you'd be able to leave. Yeah. But then there's like, I don't know. Um, but uh, <laughs> there's one like, oh, but what if they do it? <laughs> no, then that's like a crappy thing that you've done. You've, <laughs> you've, you've said something dirty to a person. Ah, bartenders heard worse, Tim. <laughs> what? Service employees aren't people. I'm just saying that's probably not the worst thing that bartender's going to hear that night. Yeah. But I've I've been in that situation where, yeah, between like five and seven in Manhattan. Uh, actually, yeah, more like seven. Like you have to pee and it's like ugh, happy hours over. Like yeah, there there aren't a lot of people in here. I can't just like go in and go out without being noticed. Right, and that stinks. And you know, I take. I mean, I never make a mess in the bathroom, but I take like special care of like I, I'm gonna leave this place as. as as if you were leaving a national park. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, I'm not going to leave, leave no it better, better than I found it, but uh, but yeah, I'm going to make sure, sh- I'm, yeah. I'm not going to, you know, I'm going to be careful not to make a mess here. Right. So I, I did purchase. But that implies that I'm not always, I'm always careful. You're not always careful. I'm always careful. Um, I'll tell you what. I walk I'm into the probably, print. I'm the one sober in that bar. I'm probably doing yeah. the best job. I mean, you're still a freaking mess. <laughs> Sober Tom is still like well, I uh, get distracted. I want to always looking over my shoulder, making sure nobody's sneaking up on me. Uh, I get into the pret to go pee. Mm-hmm. There's a lock with a code on the door. Yeah, and so, did you go secret bleu? Yeah, but Jean has struck again. So I bought a pesto caprese baguette. Oh, okay, not just like a can of soda or a bottle. Yeah, water. that probably would have been smart. <laughs> Because like this, like in uh, in Joe Brandon's America, Tom <laughs> is like uh, it's like eleven seventy five or something. It was the most expensive pee ever, but it was it was worth it. Yeah, uh, they gave me the code to the door, and when I asked for the code to the door, it really seemed like I could have just walked in and asked for the code without buying. I don't think they cared that I bought the baguette. I think the charity was coming to pick up these. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, 
Yeah, they they probably already like marked it for that. And yeah, the guy just pocketed the money. Mm. Um, yeah, Pret strikes me as one of those places where. Yeah, as long as you're you're not shuffling up, going like, "Hey, mate, we gotta get the go to the door," <laughs> they'll be like, "Yeah, all right, that's fine." Mm. As long as you're not in there for like a half hour or whatever, right. too. Uh, but to go back for a minute to the uh, coffee stuff, Tim, have you had? Uh, hey, let's engage in some coffee talk. Yeah, their coffee. Uh, first off, it's too hot. But that's my complaint about all coffee. What are you, that old lady that sued McDonald's? <laughs> you know damn well, Tim, that that lady actually had a very oh, good claim. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so I'd love to be that lady that sued McDonald's. Is the HBO documentary uh-huh. Hot Coffee still available? Still available. Uh, now, are you talking Max. about the documentary um, or the mod for, <laughs> for Grand Theft Auto 4? <laughs> I think three. <laughs> Was uh, it called Hot Coffee? I think it was called Hot Coffee. Oh, the the uh, documentary? Yeah. Or did Zaslav uh, get rid of that? it? Yeah, who knows? Um, he might have had his uh, good friend Ronald McDonald call him up and say, hey, now you're in charge. Get rid of that doc. It's yeah. causing me and the rest of McDonald land a lot of trouble. <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's called Hot Coffee. Um, mm-hmm. Unclear if it's still on HBO Max. Um, but yeah, I agree. I guess their coffee's hot. I don't know. Yeah. I never really get pret. Again, I'm not really in pret all that often in the U.S. And when I'm in the U.K., am I not drinking coffee? I think I would drink more coffee in the U.K. because of the time zone. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the problem is, Tim, I know what your problem is. You walk up to the pret and you look at the coffees and you don't understand what any of them are. Like a flat no, white. No, I can say, like, I don't understand what a flat white is, but I know when I'm in the UK, I just had to order a flat white. <laughs> uh, I just asked for a filter coffee, and mm. uh, they they normally know what that means and make it, or an Americano. Mm. Like, when I was in Mexico City, I was getting a lot of Americanos, which I always feel like an asshole ordering in other countries, like an Americano yeah. for this Americano. <laughs> All it is. It's, I mean, they hit you either way. So it's, it's just a uh, uh, shot of espresso with some hot water. Yeah. It makes it into a regular cup of coffee. It's yeah. a, uh, magic. I always just order a Sanka. <laughs> you guys have Sanka here? Um, the the coffee's always too hot. Do you, in the morning, you make coffee at home? Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, do you drink it right after you make it? Uh-huh. Because I have to pour. And then I make so much that I drink it throughout the day. <laughs> I have to like make a cup and then go walk the dog. Mm-hmm. And then when I come back, it's cool enough for me to enjoy. And then for like my second cup, I'll pour it and then take a shower. And then it's cool enough for me to enjoy. I don't like coffee too hot. Tom, can I ask you a question? Uh-huh. So you're making a pot yeah. of coffee? Mm-hmm. Why don't you just turn off the burner? Because uh, I'm not the only one drinking the coffee. Mm. The dog drinks the coffee. The dog too. also drinks the coffee. No, because like that doesn't even really like a. Cause no, I I'm, d- I'm, I'm thinking more for the second one. Like, oh, I have to go take a shower no, while it cools down. Because I mean, I don't have to take a shower. Like, I can and sometimes do just like pour a cup of coffee and have it sit there for ten minutes mm. before I drink it. Because I don't want it cold. I still want it hot, right. just not too hot. Gotcha. 
I have a delicate mouth, Tim. It gets burned easily. Tom, I know all about your delicate <laughs> mouth. You never stop talking about your delicate mouth. Uh, but do you know about... Cause there... Not a day goes by where you don't <laughs> bring up the fact that you have a delicate mouth. We all know, Tom, how delicate your mouth is. Uh, when I had a uh, like a writing space in New York that I went to, in uh, Manhattan... I'm still in New York. That made it sound like I had, I had moved away a long time ago and have just been lying about this. Uh, I used to go to a pret there for coffee. Uh, first off, a lot of times I would go and get a coffee and, you know, me. Well, I think they have like the milk and everything out for you to do yourself. Is that true? The pret? Yeah. Unclear. I don't really get I think my they did. But regardless, you know, I'm an easy order. I get just a black coffee. Uh, like a quarter of the time I would go in and order a coffee, they would go, ah, no charge. Really? Yeah. Well, what about these margins we were talking about? You just have a pretty That's face. That's what, now. I don't, Tim, whenever. You got a pretty face and a delicate <laughs> mouth. <laughs> I mean, I talked about, uh, getting the free cookie at the Pret in Paris. Yeah. Uh, I used to get free coffees at the Pret all the time. It always seemed weird. It always seemed like they just were like, "Yeah, it's not worth going through like the effort of uh, like putting it in." But it seemed like it it wasn't just them being like lazy and being like nobody keeps inventory of the coffee. It seemed like it was like a company directive of like, "Hey, once in a while, just give somebody a free coffee to make their day." Right. Um, and it sounds like your day was made. It was, Tim. Here I am talking about hey, years later. Sound off in the comments. Go in and uh, go into uh, Pret tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Order a coffee, nothing else, a black coffee, and uh, see if you get it for free. And sound off in the comments. Did there you get no it for free? Comments on a podcast. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> um, well, do I want to talk? Yeah. All right. I'll talk about coffee, and then I'll talk about their customer service. Uh, they now offer Tim a coffee subscription. Oh yeah, I saw that. Uh. Which is pretty good. Uh, is it pretty good though? <laughs> it's pretty good. It's uh, in the UK they just have one subscription, mm-hmm. but in the US, of course, you know, late capitalism hits US harder than everywhere else. Well, and it's also very funny. That was an interesting thing in the food wars, where it was like, uh, like Pret in uh, the UK has like one hot drink size, and <laughs> the US three hot drink sizes and the uk one is considered the small right and then for like small drink or uh cold drinks one size a 12 ounce for the uk and then the u.s two sizes and it was a 16 ounce and a 24 ounce so even the smalls bigger than the only cold size you can get but uh here tom mm mm-hmm Leave that to the four eyes and the eggheads. I didn't process any of those numbers. So I was looking at pictures on my computer while you were talking. Here, the difference between the coffee subscription is basically it's 25 or 35, and 35 gets you access to like espresso based coffees, barista made coffees, and cold brew. Right. Uh, that that's essentially and an extra add-on, a flavor syrup or espresso shot. Well, the espresso shot is the difference there. You can get an extra add-on with just the regular one if you'll look at that uh, guide you're looking at right no, now. You're right, you're right. So you're it's right, just right, espresso, right. Espr- yeah, yeah. which is fair. And I think also people that drink espresso-based drinks, they're like pronounce espresso, not espresso. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. 
they'll happily pay an extra 10 bucks. But the, here's what I think is pretty cool. I was like, all right, so you can get like one coffee a day. No, you can get five a day. Really? Five, uh, five a day, 30 minutes in between is the only. Uh, if my, if I worked in an office. Yeah. That was anywhere near a Pret. Yeah, this would be like a no brainer. Yeah. Um, you get your first month free. Oh, and that too. Wow. Can you this cancel or do sponsored. you have to like buy a year? You can probably cancel, but I bet. Yeah, so it's not sponsored because I'm telling you to try it. and But first, go in and see if you get a, a, a free coffee a, a free anyway. coffee anyway, yeah. Yeah. And yeah, then if they, don't give you, if they charge you for a coffee, be like, eh, 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 I'm going to buy a membership, thank you very much. Or I'm going to get a free membership. Yeah, <laughs> spill it in your lap. Take them for all they're worth. You know how that <laughs> coffee is? I'm sure they've been warned. <laughs> um. But yeah, I mean, what a what a uh, fantastic deal! Well, and you were talking about just know that HBO will show your uh, burned crotch on television. <laughs> Did they show her burned crotch? Oh, it's oh, horrific, God. Tom. I, Tom. Yeah, that is seared in my mind yeah. the way that the well, the, maybe the burns the, were maybe, seared uh, on her old crotch. Maybe this Zaslov guy is trying to do everybody a favor and get get Probably. that off the service. Yeah. Zaslav, just blur some stuff. Yeah. That's all we want. Some censorship from you. <laughs> Tell me what I should and shouldn't see. Um, but you're talking about how great the this membership is if you work near a Pret. How great is this membership if you want to work out of a Pret? Because mm. you can get five coffees and you know that's always the thing. Like eh, If you're like working out of a coffee shop you should, I forget what the like guideline is of like how often you should buy something to yeah. like justify you being there. I, I think it's also like a little fluid depending on if it's like a corporate coffee shop or, yeah. you know, don't feel bad if you're hanging out in Starbucks all day. I got a question, Tom. Mm -hmm. What's the music situation like in Pret? I forget. I, I, I think, think it's it might low be. enough. Yeah, I'm talking about like what's the selection. I think it's probably like hits of twenty like fourteen. Like yeah, I bet you're like dealing a little like bit call me maybe music. and like right. Yeah, yeah. Um some early Taylor Swift. Yeah, some some like uh top forty from like five or six years ago. Right. Probably. Yeah, uh, that sounds about accurate. I yeah, think. I don't know if I want to be working out of a print. No, I think I've heard some newer songs in there. Really? Yeah, I want to say I've I want to hear some CCR, man. <laughs> okay. I want to hear Fortunate Son. <laughs> no, I, I I think I have heard some, but I mean, like I've heard like big hits, like you know, uh, new big hits. I think will play there. Like what? Dua Lipa. Like, like, yeah, or like Harry Styles. Like they'll play Henry that kind Styles? of Styles? Yeah. That's a little uh risque, don't you think? <laughs> I I think they cleared, they made sure before they put the songs in that they weren't too risque. Henry Styles uses some some bad language sometimes. He doesn't use bad language. He I don't is, think so. Very cool. I think a lot of the stuff is very like sexual, but even that yeah. stuff, it's like, ah, you have to like read between the lines here. The watermelon sugar. Yeah. 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 It, where it's like, oh, it just sounds like a nice summer treat. That's uh, not what it's about. I, well, but. You hear maybe... that? You go, Henry. Come <laughs> on. <laughs> Did you call him Henry? Dude, his name's Harry. What? <laughs> um, He dated uh, T Swift, right? I believe so for yeah. a minute. 
Uh, hey, who hasn't? Uh, me and you, we haven't. Yeah, like a lot of people haven't. She, yeah. She's probably had a normal amount of paramours, Tom. No, she was never in Paramore. She was always just a solo artist. Uh, Tim, they have, I've I've seen, I think this is going to be big controversy. I mean, I guess not because there aren't that many Pretz in the U.S., but they've... Uh, Engaged in cancel culture. No, they normally had a Thanksgiving sandwich every year, like around Thanksgiving. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but now they've changed it, Tim, and like, you know... It is like one of those quiet changes. It is a fall harvest sandwich, Tim. So we're not giving thanks anymore. No, that's not what it what the issue is. Tell me what's wrong with this sandwich, Tim. Your Thanksgiving Day flavors in one hearty and delicious sandwich made from apple and sage stuffing, cranberry sauce, spinach, crispy onions, cage-free mayo, and grilled chicken. 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 Are you shitting me, Pret-a-Manger? Yeah. These Frenchmen don't know a thing one about Thanksgiving. Well, and that's what's weird, because they they mention it in the description, but it used to be the Thanksgiving sandwich, and it had turkey in it. Right. I think now they're afraid of getting sued. (laughs) I think maybe they just, like, don't want to buy all this turkey. Which is fair. You know, I don't want to buy a bunch of turkey either. But, but you got it. It's the it's, it's what you do. I think that yeah. I think that they were like, look, we already got chicken for these other sandwiches we make. Just put the chicken in there. I mean, how and much honestly, it's is chicken yeah, than it's turkey. not that much different. They should just say it's turkey, and who uh, who's gonna call them out? <laughs> well, I don't think they should mislabel the ingredients on things. Is, what is somebody gonna be allergic to chicken but not turkey? No, but maybe somebody doesn't. I think it's just you think somebody has a religious restriction against eating. <laughs> Uh, chicken, but not turkey. Maybe, may I guess. Well, that both... religion should be. Are they both flightless birds? Yeah. No, turkeys can fly. Right? Turkeys can barely fucking walk, Tom. <laughs> well, uh... We've Chickens... bred turkeys to a. Oh, but I'm saying before they were bred like crazy. Yeah, they go in trees and stuff. I think. Yeah, that's flying as far well, as I'm concerned, Tom. They go in trees and stuff. <laughs> All I know is that uh, sometimes when uh, when I'm in places where turkeys are, <laughs> the turkeys are in the trees. You got to keep an eye out. My wife's hometown. Has turkeys all over has the place? Tur- like, Up in the trees? I don't know. There's turkeys and bunnies everywhere. Oh, no wonder she moved out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, Tom, mm-hmm. nobody will know the difference. Uh if we did a chicken and turkey taste test after the, you wouldn't know. Yeah, I'd know. I hundred percent slathered would know. in gravy and no, cranberry no. sauce. Just give it give it to me raw. I'll be able to tell you which is which. You're always trying to convince me to feed you raw turkey. Yeah, with a blindfold on. <laughs> if you like the show, you can find out more at TCGT.com. You can find all our social media links there. Check out our uh, Reddit and Discord. That's those, those are the only things we're sure will be around yeah. soon. Reddit. Hey, uh, the Reddit's been dead. That's fine. But like, I don't know. Go go engage at Reddit. But the Discord is hopping and yeah. fun, and there's some really good people in there. Yeah, Discord's great. Good uh, You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Tom Reynolds. Follow me at your pal Tim. And check out our Patreon. Patreon.com/slash/completeguide. We got a new books to podcast. This one I'm psyched about. Tom. Yeah, we're doing Force Gump. Hello, I'm Force Gump. Oh, Tom. What? That's what he sounds like. 
But does he sound like that in the book? That's what we'll be finding out. This week we're watching the movie we, we're and doing a discussion of the movie. We're turning it all upside down. Yeah. And the reason we're doing I'll explain this. The reason thing. we're doing it that way is because that's what Gloria Stefan told us to do. Turn the beat around. And it's going to end with an epic trip to Bubba Gump <laughs> Shrimp in Times Square. Yeah. Yeah. So we're doing, uh, we're talking about the movie this week and then the book that the movie's based on, then uh, we're going to do an episode where we go to Bubba Shrimp uh, in the heart of the holiday season yeah, in Times Square, New York. Yeah, the worst time to go to Times Square. Yeah. Uh, and hopefully they have some vegetarian options for you there. I looked it up. I'll eat some mac and cheese. I would eat shrimp, too. Yeah? Yeah. Tom, uh, I often, not often, I've twice in the last six years made an exception for- Shrimp. Uh, for, for fish. Oh, okay. So, um, because like fish are stupid, right? It's hey, in the in the words of uh, Kurt Cobain, it's okay to eat fish because they don't have any feelings. There you go. Uh, Patreon.com slash complete guide and get those new episodes and all the uh, past ones as well. Tim, uh, Pret a Manger demands that their employees go beyond traditional requirements for fast food workers. such as courtesy, efficiency, and reliability to such tasks such as having presence, demonstrating a quirky sense of fun, and exhibiting behavior consistent with being inwardly happy with oneself. You don't have to do that. Uh, Just tell me how much the sandwich costs, and I'll <laughs> pay the money, and then like you go try to live a decent life <laughs> with dignity. I mean, I will say this, that every Pret I've been to, the employees seem like they're having a, a decent time. Yeah, it's not like that. Uh, and that, it doesn't. Uh, Taco Bell and Green Boy. <laughs> yeah. And it doesn't seem like this. It doesn't seem like they're that way because of like a corporate decree. Right. Uh, it seems like they, they hire. I mean, that should come from corporate that like the people there don't feel like they want to die when they're there. Yeah. Right? Like, it shouldn't be like, you should be happy. It should be like, we're providing, (laughs) we're fostering an environment where you can feel happy. Yeah, we're not working you like crazy and we're giving you good pay and good benefits. So, like, you should be happy. Right. Uh, But I do, I've always uh, liked their customer service. I've always been treated well at Pret. Uh, hey, you get free coffee, so that goes a long way. Free coffee. That man apologized about 9-11 to us Should the one time. Should we tell that story? <laughs> We've told that story so many times. Yeah. I feel like we told it a couple of weeks ago. And we told it We told it to somebody. We were at like a party, a birthday yeah. party, mm-hmm. and someone new was there. Yeah. <laughs> so we told all of our stories. <laughs> well, this is the thing, Tom. Uh-huh. It was a little touch and go, because like, you were drunker than I was. That doesn't sound I, right. I got there later than you. Mm-hmm. And there was somebody. Oh, we were also at a place that did sell beers, but I didn't know that. So I kept buying like $14 cocktails. Yeah. You were drunk when I showed up mm-hmm. with my son. <laughs> my I was drunk with your son and you guys showed up. <laughs> You're like, then... this is where he went. <laughs> <laughs> He's fine. We told the story, or you told this, you drunkenly told the story of the, the Pret employee in London who apologized about 9-11 to yeah. us. Um, and she had a lot of questions, but also, she lives in my building. Uh-huh. And it was awkward for me, because, like, I saw her the next morning. Yeah. Um, or, like, 
two days later, we were leaving to go to, to work at the same time. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hey, how's it going? She's like, hey. And I think I was like, that Pret story unsettled her. And I don't <laughs> think, <laughs> I think she thinks like I'm a weirdo now. Well, she's not wrong. Mm. See you next week. That was a headgum podcast.